Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hi, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today, I'm gonna share with you 10 self-help hacks for improving your life. What I'm gonna share with you today is life-changing if you apply it to yourself and your life. In fact, when I look back at my life, when I first got into personal development, some of what shaped my life, some of what has helped me make progress to where I am today in each aspect of my life, are these hacks of what I'm gonna share with you guys right here today. Now, this is not the end all be all. There's many other hacks and things that you can do to improve and develop yourself, to become more successful. But these are some of the most important ones that I've identified that I wanna share with you that you can apply to your life and it can allow you to change your body, your relationships, your business, your finances, whatever it is that you want in your life. So with that being said, let's dive in. The first one is to act as if you're already the person that you wanna be. Okay, act as if you're already the person that you wanna be. So you probably already have an idea right now in your mind of who you wanna be in this world, the leader that you wanna be, the person of confidence, the person of charisma, the, the person of impact and contribution. Maybe it's someone of discipline and willpower. Maybe it's someone that has high standards. Maybe it's someone that's motivated and is ambitious. Maybe it's someone who's successful. Maybe it's someone who's happy and joyous and is someone that's kind and generous to others. Whoever you want to be that you have a vision of right now in your mind, your highest version of yourself, right now in this very moment, each moment of your life, you have an opportunity to step into that, to act as if you are already that person. Okay, so right now, if you want to be more confident, and that's the vision and who you want to be, and right now you're not, right now maybe you're a shy person or you're insecure, or you just kind of lack that confidence, right now you have a choice to act as if you're already that way. Because you've got to break the habit of being yourself, as Joe Dispenza says. You know, this identity of who you are is not who you're going to be in the future. You can't define yourself as that if you want to change and break the mold of your current limitations. So you've got to start acting in accordance with the person that you want to be. You could ask yourself, the person that I want to be five or ten years from now, what would they do right now in this moment? What would they say to themselves? How would they handle the situation? What kind of actions would they do right now? How would they show up every day and every moment of their lives? And you would just take action to be that, to do that, you know? But it starts with you making that decision in every moment. Now, it's not easy to do because your old self, your comfort zone, your current identity wants to preserve itself. It doesn't want you to change. It doesn't want you to be anything other than what you already have conditioned and what you're familiar with, what you're already comfortable with. And so you've got to take that step outside of that comfort zone every single day and start behaving in ways that you wouldn't normally act or behave. You know, behaving as someone that is confident, behaving as someone that is healthy. You know, the ideal version of yourself 10 years from now, if they're going to look a certain way and have a certain body, how would they eat right now? What would they put into their body all throughout the day? 
What kind of activities and habits would they have that you could start doing right now? Someone who's successful financially, what are the things that they would do? Would they be sitting around playing video games and watching Netflix and YouTube videos? Probably not. They'd probably be valuing themselves and their time and spending it in ways that contribute to more success or add more value or managing their finances or researching investment opportunities or taking action in their business and doing something productive, right? So it's as simple as that, guys. Just acting as if you are that person that you want to be. And what you'll find is that things will start to show up in your life and follow, the results of the success will follow that. It's no different than Muhammad Ali, who would say to himself again and again and again, I am the greatest, I am the greatest, I am the greatest. He would say that to himself before he won anything. He believed that he was a champion before he even won anything. And then sure enough, that confidence, that belief, what he's conditioned in himself as acting as if he was already a champion, he's already the best of all time. By him acting that out, sure enough, he became that. So everything that you want, everything that you're moving towards starts up here. You know, it starts as a vision, an idea, uh, some sort of visualization you have in your mind that you want to manifest and actualize, but you do that by right now in this moment, start acting in accordance with that and you move towards where you want to be and eventually you become that person that you're starting to act as if you already are. Okay, so that's the first principle, that's the first hack that I wanted to share with you guys. The second one is to surround yourself with people that are the kind of people that you want to become. The people that have the results, the success, the happiness, the joy, the freedom, the abundance, the financial security, the people that have the relationship that you want, the body that you want. Whatever it is that you want, you got to find other people that already have that or people that are moving towards that and you got to surround yourself with that because who you spend time with is who you become. You are the average of the five people that you must spend time with. That if you're spending time with people every day that are negative and they complain and they're miserable and they gossip and they're judgmental towards others, they're lazy and they procrastinate, they don't have any goals and dreams, they don't have any vision for themselves in their life, they eat junk food and fast food, they're not taking good care of their body, whatever that is, you hang out with that, Sure enough, you're going to become it because your environment, the people in your life are going to influence you more than anything else. It's very difficult to overcome your environment. It's much easier to change your environment, to change the people you surround yourself with and watch how fast that you change. Watch how fast you'll be influenced by people that are healthy, that are successful, that have amazing relationships, that are confident, that are leaders in this world, that have high standards, that are the, per the people that you want to be. You surround yourself with that and then sure enough, you're going to move towards that and become it. So that's such an important thing. You know, you are the average of the five people you spend time with. In fact, if we look at how much money the five people that you're closest with in your life, how much money they make, you're going to be the average of that. I can guarantee how much money that you make is an average of those people. So if you hang out with people, let's say on average they make 60, 70,000 a year, then that's probably the range of what you make. You start hanging out with people that are millionaires, those are the five people you spend time with, and sure enough, you're also going to become one as well just to hang out with them, just to be able to relate to them and connect with them and to be able to have a level of rapport, you're gonna to have to move towards that. So who you spend time with is who you become. It's one of the most important decisions you can ever make in your life. The challenge with this is you might also have to weed out people that are not a positive influence in your life. And that's not easy to do because I'm sure we all have someone in our life or some people in our lives they're not conducive to the, you know, us being the people we want to be, but we still spend time with them because of connection, 
of a history that you might have with that person, familiarity, comfort that you have. Maybe you have some old friend from high school that you enjoy getting along with, you have fun with, but they haven't really grown much since you met them. They're still kind of at the same level of development and maturity, and they're not really taking life as seriously as you are, and they're just kind of staying the same. And there's nothing wrong with that, but maybe that's no longer in alignment with you being the person that you want to be and living the life you want. So you might have to look at that and maybe distance yourself from certain people that are not supporting you to being the best version of yourself and start surrounding yourself with the people that are. That one little change can change your life more than anything else. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's move on to number three. Number three is to set boundaries with yourself. Set boundaries and limit things that are no longer serving you in your life. We all get caught up in things that we're spending our time doing or we get consumed by or distracted by things that are just not serving us. Whether that's video games, whether that's social media, whether that's just getting caught up in the news and all the drama that's going on in the world. Maybe it is certain people that are negative and holding us back. Maybe it's some bad habits or addictions that you might have to junk food, to sugar, to shopping, uh, to pornography or whatever it might be. These are things that you got to take a look at and ask yourself, are these serving me in my life? Are these allowing me to actualize myself to be the best version of myself, the person that I want to be? And if they're not, you might have to limit them. You might have to set some boundaries within yourself. So I'll give you an example. I used to get caught up with social media. Social media is incredibly addictive. You can spend hours and hours and hours just clicking on things that are going to grab your attention. Uh, Oftentimes, there's a lot of things that are negative on social media. There's just a lot of drama and discussions and debates and politics and you know, all these sort of, you know, things that can hook us and grab our attention and you can be very reactive to. And I realized a long time ago, I said, this is just not serving me in my life. This is not really supporting me being the version, the best version of myself and the person that I want to be. And so I'm going to limit myself from this. I'm going to set up a limitation on my phone, on my computer. I'm going to use something called screen time and I can set up a boundary that only allows me to go on Instagram or Facebook for 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day, that's all I need if I want to make a post, if I want to check in on something, if I want to be able to consume something that I think can be educational or valuable. But that limit allows me to be more intentional about my social media use. That if I'm going to go on social media, I want to make sure that I'm getting the most out of it. I have an intention behind it. I'm not just doing it as a way to escape or distract myself or I get caught up consuming things that is just really a waste of my time. I want to make sure that I'm using my time in a way that's valuable because time is a depreciating asset. We all have an expiration date. We only have so much time and we're losing it second by second. I don't want to waste it on things that are not serving me, especially when there's things I can do instead that are more useful, that are more productive, that are more enjoyable, that are more meaningful for me in my life. And so for me, things like the news, I like to be educated in what's going on in the world, but there's a certain point where you know there's certain things I just don't need to know. And there's a lot of things that are going on in the world that I just can't control. And why get caught up in things that I can't control? I can't do anything about it. But at the same time, it is still good to keep up to date knowing and having awareness with what's going on. That's still useful. But for me, I decided 30 minutes a day is all I need. So I'm going to set up a limit on my phone, on my device, on my computer that will prevent me from going overboard and just getting caught up in the rabbit, you know, going down the rabbit hole, just getting caught up and distracted by things. So that's, that's an example of just looking at things in your life. Is this really serving me? One thing that you can do is make a list of everything you do every single day, a journal, and keep track for about a week. And then look at everything you did throughout a week 
And with each thing, ask yourself, is this serving me in my life? Is this supporting me to being the person I want to be? Or is this holding me back? And with each thing, either limit it or eliminate it altogether. And I used to play video games and I used to spend all day, all night playing video games. And they're fun. You know, there's nothing wrong with video games or doing almost anything in some level of moderation. But I had to look at that and say, is this really supporting me and being the person I want to be? And the answer was no. I eventually decided to eliminate it or maybe once in a while I play video games with friends or with Tatiana or something like that. But, you know, it's not something that's going to be a daily habit for me in my life because there's all these other things I'd rather do instead that are more productive and more meaningful that I want to spend my time doing. And that's just for me based on the person that I want to be. It might be different than who you want to be. That's why you got to look at yourself and really identify who you want to be, the life you want to have, and see whether or not how you're spending your time is in accordance with that and is helping you create and achieve that. So that's number three. Number four is to focus on your one thing, your one thing every single day. What does that mean? Well, there's a great book that was called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And this book pretty much, as you can guess, teaches you that there's so many things that you could be doing right now in your life with your time, whether that's in your business, your career, your relationship, your physical body, your emotions, your spiritual, whatever it is, there's so many things that you could be doing. But not all of those activities, not all of those actions are equal. That out of everything that you could do, there's one thing that is more important than everything else. And if you do that one thing, it's gonna make the biggest progress in your life. It's gonna move the needle the most. It's gonna allow you to move further and faster to you being the person that you wanna be. What is that one thing? That's what you got to identify every single day. What's the one most important thing that you should be doing right now in your business or in your finances that's going to allow you to get to where you want to be? Maybe in your finances, that's saving money. That every day, you know what? I'm going to put aside a couple of dollars. I'm going to put it in my freedom fund. And that freedom fund is for my financial freedom. I'm going to invest it in some way, shape, or form for my financial freedom. Maybe it's every day for your finances. The most important thing you could do is to learn about investing. You know, and read about it and study it and maybe put that into action. Maybe in your business, the most important one thing you should be doing is sales. You know, yes, you could check your email. Yes, you can get caught up on social media. There's all these things you could be doing. But the one most important thing that's going to make you money is getting on the phone and making calls, right? Or sending out an email promotion or creating a piece of content or working on your business. And oftentimes what you'll notice is that one thing that is the highest priority thing, the highest leverage thing we should be doing is the very thing that we avoid. It's the very thing that's the most work, that's the hardest, or maybe that what you fear. And you gotta have that ability to feel the fear and do it anyways, to act in spite of fear, and to take action on those things because oftentimes people, they mistake an activity with achievement. They like to be productive, they like to be active throughout the day, but it's not really allowing them to achieve. You know, like for example, you wake up in the morning and maybe the house is a bit of a mess. Is cleaning the house the most important thing that you should be doing? Yes, it's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's going to have a nicer environment. But if you had to choose between cleaning the house and doing something that's going to grow your business or something that's going to transform your body or something that's going to transform your mind or your emotions or your spirituality or whatever that is, you know, yes, cleaning the house will make you feel good. But it's not the one thing. It's not the most important thing. You can do that. You'll have a clean house, but that's not going to transform your life. What will transform your life? What will help you get the results that you want? Identify what that is and do that every day. Every day it might be different. 
So you have to prioritize. You have to ask yourself, what is the one thing? You know, if you're trying to transform your body, probably the most important thing that you should do is go to the gym to exercise or to feed yourself with the proper nutrition that you need. You know, that's more important, I'd say, than reading about fitness and, you know, visualizing fitness and saying affirmations about fitness. The most important thing is to move your body, right? Get your metabolism going. That's the most important. That's the one thing that you should be doing. Or maybe hire a personal trainer, something that's high leverage that can allow you to achieve what you want faster. So you've got to have that awareness. You've got to identify what is that one thing and do that, guys, every single day. If you do that every day, one important high leverage thing, the most important thing that you should be doing every day for 30 days, you're going to accomplish more than most people are going to do in their entire year that are just kind of distracting themselves, doing things that, yeah, I'm being productive and, you know, yeah, I'm being active, but it's not really moving the needle. It's not allowing them to transform their life. You want to make a quantum leap and big results Big success, big rewards require big actions. So you gotta identify what are the biggest, most important actions that you could do every day and start doing those, okay? Uh, so let's move on to number five. Number five is peak state level 10. Peak state level 10, what does that mean? Every day we all feel and experience different emotional states. A lot of us, we get caught up in negative emotional states that don't serve us, but they're habitual. They're our emotional home. We've trained and conditioned ourselves to feel depressed or to feel anxiety or to feel shy or to feel fearful or to feel self-doubt you know, or to feel overwhelmed, to feel stressed. Those are emotional states that if you feel and access them every day, they're not going to serve you. They're not going to support you to getting to where you want to be because your behavior and what you do is going to be dependent on how you feel most often. So if you're in a lousy state... You're more likely to snap at people. You're more likely to react to things and be upset. You're more likely to not want to do certain things and not be productive and not take action. You're more likely to try to distract yourself and escape through social media or video games or watching videos or eating junk food, right? Because of the state that you're in. So the state that you're in every day is one of the most important decisions that you make. And you have that choice every day to not be controlled by the outside world, but instead you're going to take charge and you're going to decide to put yourself in a peak state every day, level 10. Level 10 is just the best version of yourself. You feeling and experiencing the emotions that you want to experience at level 10. So those are resourceful emotions. Maybe every day you want to feel confident. You want to feel productive. You want to feel successful. You want to feel strong. You want to feel motivated. You want to feel happy. You want to feel gratitude. You want to feel passion. You know, you want to feel committed to something and your goals and your mission. You want to feel kind. You want to feel loving and generous. You want to feel humble and just connect with God. Whatever the emotional states that you want to experience, every day train and condition yourself to be that, to experience it. Because that's going to transform your entire day, how you feel. If you feel, if you feel amazing every day and you put yourself at a peak state level 10, man, how people are going to respond to you is going to be entirely different. When you walk into a room, people are going to be like, wow, who's that guy? Who's that girl? You know, they're going to be drawn towards you. You know, you're going to handle problems and situations in your life very differently when you're at a peak state. You know, men and women, if you're single, are going to be attracted to you in a different level. If you're in a relationship, your partner is going to be attracted to you much, much more when you're at a peak state level 10 than if you're at, you know, level one or level two. You know, the things you're going to do in your business and your career are going to be totally different when you're in that peak state. So how do you put yourself in a peak state? Well, one simple thing that I do 
is I put on my favorite song, you know, I put, turn up the speakers in my home, and I sing and I dance and I put myself in a peak state. You know, I got to do whatever I do with my body, with my mind, with my focus, with my language. Usually when it's you radically use your body, because emotion is energy in motion, and the way you use your body is gonna biochemically change how you feel. If you can always, if you ever uh, can remember a time in your life when you're listening to your favorite song, maybe you're on a, driving in your car, or maybe with your friends, or at a nightclub, your favorite song comes on, and you're singing, you're dancing, you probably feel pretty incredible. Well, what if you can duplicate and experience that every single day? You can, it's a choice. You know, for me sometimes what I also do is I go to the gym, I get on a treadmill, and I start doing high, intense, high intensity interval training, hit. And I sprint for a minute, and then I walk for a minute, and then I sprint for a minute, then I walk for a minute, then I sprint for a minute, and then I walk for a minute. I do that again and again and again, and after 10, 15 minutes of that, I feel alive, I feel strong, I feel focused, I feel alert, I feel present, I feel amazing. You know, that would be level 10 for me. So using my body in that way can transform how I feel. And that's a choice that you can make. Sometimes I get on my mini trampoline, my rebounder, I jump up and down, I say out loud, I am unstoppable, I am unstoppable, I am unstoppable. Whatever I gotta say that puts me in that peak state. No different than a professional athlete, a basketball player, a football player, whatever it is, if they're gonna go onto the field or the court, they're gonna have a ritual or routine of what they do to put themselves at level 10. Because when they're at level 10, they're gonna perform so much better. If they're not at level 10, they're gonna, you know, they're not gonna perform at the level they want to perform at. Similar to a performer, an actor, a movie star, a musician, before they get up on stage, they're putting themselves at level 10. Same thing for you, your life is your performance. Your life is that game seven of a championship. You gotta treat it as that and understand that how you perform that day is important. And so therefore, you must put yourself at level 10 Whatever that is for you, it could be meditation, just calming your mind, feeling present, feeling grounded, feeling centered, you know, just being out of your head and just totally in the now, in the present moment. Maybe that's level 10 for you. Whatever that is, train and condition that every day and I can guarantee you're gonna perform a lot better and every part of your life is gonna improve because every part of your life is influenced by the state that you're in. Because the state that you're in is gonna either attract things to you or repel things you know, uh, to you as well. So make sure that you master that state. Put yourself at level 10 every single day. Number six is positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. This is such a key principle, guys, for really allowing yourself to reinforce and develop positive habits in your life. Whatever gets rewarded gets repeated. So every time that you do something productive, even if it's a small thing, I don't care what it is, you gotta reinforce that with positivity. You gotta praise yourself in some way, shape, or form. So for example, let's say that you woke up in the morning, you got outside, you went for a walk. Praise yourself for that, acknowledge yourself for that. Give yourself positive reinforcement because the more that you do, you're linking in your mind pleasure to that habit and the more likely you are to feel pulled towards it. Because there's only two types of motivation, there's push and then there's pull. Push is when you gotta use discipline, you gotta use willpower, you gotta push yourself to do things. Often you're pushing yourself because you link pain to doing it, and so you're pushing yourself beyond that pain. But when you link pleasure to doing things, it's no longer a push, it's a pull. You naturally gravitate towards those things because you link so much pleasure to it. And the way that you link pleasure is every time you do one of these habits, you give yourself pleasure. 
No different than if you have a dog. If you want to train your dog, you use positive reinforcement. You know, you tell your dog to come, the dog comes, and you give him a treat. Or you say, good boy. Or you, you know, give him some positive attention. Maybe you pet him. That's giving pleasure to reinforce what you want that dog to do every time you call him to come. Same thing within yourself. In fact, there was a study that was done in the University of California, San Francisco, where they took monkeys and they would train the monkey to go like this. Every time the monkey would do this, they'd give the monkey some form of pleasure to reinforce that pattern. And so the monkey would just automatically do this and they used a brain scan, a brain map to look at the monkey's brain when it was doing this and the brain would light up. You could see all the neural pathways and the connections and all the neurotransmitters firing off every time the monkey would do this. And to break that habit, what they actually did was they decided to tie the monkey's hand so the monkey couldn't do this. And essentially what happened was after about two months, I think, when they do a, did a brain scan, the monkey's brain went back to where it was before, before it was doing this because it basically, the neural connections and all that, that habit was no longer being uh, reinforced and it's kind of like an addiction that was being broken. It kind of went back in the brain. You could actually see it going back to where it was before. So positive reinforcement, you can use that to train and condition yourself. And what that can look like is you just telling yourself, good job, good job. No different than, you know, you wish that when you were a kid and you did something and your teachers or your parents gave you that positive reinforcement. But the thing is, we can't wait for friends and family and strangers to give that to us. We got to give it to ourselves. So if you went for a walk, if you go to the gym, if you eat a healthy meal like a salad, if you take action in your business, if you meditate, if you do anything that's productive, reinforce yourself. Great job, Stefan. Amazing job. I'm really proud of you. Give yourself a high five. Give yourself a hug. You know, give yourself a pat on the back. It might sound silly and stupid, but believe it or not, those little forms of acknowledgement and reinforcement is going to wire your brain to do what it is that you want it to do more often. So be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Don't beat yourself up all the time. Pain is useful at different times, but you don't want to overdo it where you link pain to even trying. And you got to start celebrating the little things in your life because that's going to breed more success. That's going to allow you to get momentum. And that's really what you're after. Okay. So the next one, number seven, is celebrate other people's successes. Celebrate other people's successes. Because if you start celebrating and acknowledging other people that have what you want, then you're much more likely to move towards it. You're much more likely to have that in your life. But if you resist or you deny or you're, you're jealous or critical or judgmental of other people that are successful, that are fit, that have great relationships, that are happier than you are, if you resent and despise that, then you'll never become it. You'll never move towards it because you're, you're not going to become that which you despise. You know, we have a lot of people out there in the world that are negative people. They're unhappy. They're trolls. They are not happy with themselves and their lives. And when they see other people that are moving up in life, other people that are doing great things, other people that are accomplishing things or achieving great things, they try to bring them down. And that guarantees that they'll never become that. And often they try to bring them down because they feel insignificant. They feel less than. They feel like they're not worthy or it makes them feel bad in some way, shape, or form. And they try to look for every little thing to poke holes in that person, discredit that person so that you know, they can kind of make that person feel bad or you know, to feel better about themselves. 
but they're never gonna move towards that as long as they link pain and they're really projecting onto that other person. But instead, if you see someone who's successful, someone that has a great car or a great life, whatever it is, that should be inspiration for you. And it can be inspiration for you if you start looking at it in a different way. If you start looking at that person and you say, you know what, I'm gonna tip my hat to that person, respect to them. They must have worked incredibly hard for their success. They must have contributed something of value. They must be someone of discipline, of positive habits. You know, there's the, that's someone that broke the mold of you know, me- mediocrity and they stepped up above everyone else and they made their dream into a reality, that's amazing. That's, we need more people like that in the world, do we not? Do we not need people in the world that are breaking the mold of limitations, that are defying the odds and setting higher standards and doing incredible things? Because by them doing that, they're making the world better for everybody. They're contributing, they're adding value in some way, shape, or form. They're creating a lot more positivity in this world and that's a good thing. You know, but they're also showing you what's possible. They're being a role model or inspiration for you. So the more that you celebrate that and you acknowledge that, the more likely you are to move towards that on a subconscious level. So be very aware about how you react and how you respond. You know, do you get jealous? Do you get envious? Do you get critical and judgmental and you know, uh, you know, look for negative aspects of people? Or do you start celebrating people and feeling proud and you know, celebrating with them? You know, we live in a society where sometimes people, they don't want to celebrate because it makes everyone else feel bad and people are going to write something negative. Well, it's a beautiful thing to celebrate the great things in your life. We're all a great big family, I believe, on this planet Earth, this humanity, part of the same uh, planet, and we're all connected on some way, shape, or form. Why not want the best for everybody? You know, that's something that I truly believe in, that I think we can all raise our consciousness to move towards. Uh, The next one is to model success. Model success. Whatever you want, there's other people that already have it. And success leaves clues. Other people that are successful at anything, they're not lucky. They weren't just born that way. They, they created their success through their mindset, their beliefs, their philosophy, their actions, their strategy, their behavior. And if you learn and you download from that person their beliefs, their mindset, their strategy, their actions, all of that, their recipe essentially of what's created that success, then you can also take that recipe and you can apply it, you can get a similar result. You can duplicate other people's success. You download it and you upload it within yourself. That's the fastest way to achieve success. That's how you compress decades into days. That's how you shorten the learning curve with anything. So for me, anytime I wanna learn, master anything in my life, I don't try to reinvent the wheel, I don't try to do it on my own. I always try to find someone out there or a group of people that are already achieving what I want, they're already further ahead than me, and I learn from them. I buy their book, I go to their course, I go through their seminar, I hire them as a coach. I'm trying to learn from those people as much as I can because there's something they're doing that I wanna learn and I wanna extract, and if I apply that, I can get similar results. That's always how I think. That's always the fastest way towards achieving anything, and I just never wanna waste my time through trial and error. I don't wanna learn from my own experience, I wanna learn from other people's experiences if I can. I always will learn from my experience and you will as well, we are always gonna have that, but if I can learn from other people's failures and pains and their successes, then I can accelerate things so much faster. So always try to model other people that are successful. A simple example of this, what I love to do, is uh, whenever I find really inspirational quotes from incredible human beings throughout history, I always write those quotes down. And I like to write them on a flashcard. And what I'll do is I'll, you know, when I hear someone's quote, those words 
are a reflection of that person's belief system. And if I want to adopt that belief, because that's a useful belief in my life, then I'm going to write it down and I'm going to upload it to my brain by saying it out loud again and again, almost like an affirmation. I'll see it again and again and again. And that way I can take on that belief through repetition. So if it's, uh, let's say, a Mahatma Gandhi, maybe it's a, a Nelson Mandela, an Albert Einstein, a Thomas Edison, a Jesus Christ, a Buddha, uh, maybe it's you know, anyone throughout history that you look up to that's incredible in some way, shape, or form, or even in the current time as well, maybe it's an Elon Musk, maybe it's a Warren Buffett, maybe it's an Oprah Winfrey, whoever it is, if they have an inspiring quote, I say, I like that quote, I like that belief, I want that belief, I write it down and I'm essentially modeling that belief and uploading it to my brain, which shifting my beliefs in that way will also shift my entire life, will shift what I decide to do in certain moments in my life. So that's a way of modeling someone else's beliefs that I just wanna adopt that to myself and I wanna take on that belief in my life as well. So model success, guys, is always one of the fastest ways to achieve anything that you want. Number nine is to hire a coach. Hire a coach or a mentor or an accountability buddy, someone that can help you raise your standards. Because that's what changes your life. When you make a decision to raise your standards, when you decide that you're gonna play life at a much higher level. And you can always do things on your own. But I can guarantee you, if you have a coach in your life, they're gonna get more out of you that you would never be able to get from yourself. It's no different than if you go to the gym, you can have an amazing workout on your own. I have no doubt about that. You could, you could have a great workout, you could lift weights, you could run, you could do whatever. But if you had a coach that's there, they're gonna push you beyond what you can push yourself to. Because a great coach is gonna help see where you give up and where your limitations are. They're gonna say, you know what, let's go beyond this. Let's go beyond failure. They're gonna get you outside your comfort zone and they might only get that extra 10% out of yourself, but every day that extra 10% adds up. That's the difference between success and failure. So that's what a great coach can do. That's why all the great leaders, all the top professional athletes, you know, the top people in entertainment, some of the most successful people, they've had mentors, they've had coaches, they've had people that are playing at a much higher level than them. You know, it's not that Michael Jordan or LeBron James or, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or, you know, Messi or any of these guys, you know, they can perform in incredible ways without a coach, but they all have coaches because the coach helps them raise their standards and the coach helps them notice blind spots, things that they're not even aware of, that they can notice and point out weaknesses and things that they can improve upon that can help them grow in ways that they wouldn't be able to otherwise notice or catch within themselves. So getting a great coach, a mentor, someone that you maybe you pay money for, I've always had to do that with the coaches in my life. I find coaches on the internet essentially and I offer them money and pay them to coach me to help me with a certain aspect of my life. You'll learn so much from them, they can relate and customize the advice exactly for you and they're gonna hold you to a higher standard. Man, if you're living your life at a higher level, you're performing at a higher level, you're gonna transform the results that you have in your life. So look for coaches, look for mentors, or maybe an accountability buddy, a friend, or someone out there that can make sure that you're following through on what you say you're gonna do. That you give them the plan that you have for the day or for the week, and they're holding you to that so that you're not gonna back out. You're not gonna give up, you're not gonna play small. You know, it's not easy, it's not comfortable, but that's what's gonna lead to the most results in your life. The last one, number 10, is to create a morning ritual, an empowering morning ritual. This is one of the most important things that's changed my life. 
How you start the day is how you end the day. The things that you do first thing in the morning is gonna color and influence everything that you do from that point forward for the rest of your day. If you wake up in the morning stressed, tired and exhausted, you know, you're feeding your mind with negativity, you're looking at the news and all the drama and all the problems in the world, and you're eating a poor breakfast, maybe it's donuts or you know, junk food or whatever, but you know, you're just reacting to everything else. Well, your whole day is gonna be reactive. You know, you're not setting up the foundation for your day for it to be a great one. But on the other hand, if you decide, you know what, the first hour of my day, the first hour in the morning, even if I've gotta wake up earlier, I'm gonna take time for myself to be at my best. I'm gonna do something every morning for my body, my mind, my spirit. I'm gonna take time to do something for my body. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna stretch and do yoga. You know, I'm gonna jump up and down on my mini trampoline. You know, or I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna get some sunlight. Um, you know, I'm gonna do some breathing exercises, maybe Wim Hof breathing. There's so many things you can do for your body. Maybe it's your nutrition. You're gonna have a very nutrient dense smoothie in the morning to really flood your body with all the great nutrients of what you need or you're gonna have some green juice. You know, um, when you do things for your body, you're gonna perform so much better throughout the day, and you're gonna be making progress in that aspect of your life. And then doing something for your mind, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's reading, or listening to a podcast or a YouTube video, just a positivity and learning something new. Uh, maybe it's affirmations and just conditioning positive belief systems in your mind. Maybe it's reading over inspiring quotes for five or 10 minutes in the morning. Um, it could be anything. Maybe it's just doing some meditation and calming your mind and allowing your mind to not be so monkey mind and just kind of all over the place and scattered, but just really focusing your mind. Maybe it's taking some time to plan out the day. You know, what is the one thing I'm going to do this day? And actually writing that in a journal, writing it on your computer. This is the most important thing I'm going to do. Or here's my to-do list for the day, right? Something for your mind and you do that every day. That's going to also shape your life and affect your day. And then also something for your spirit. Maybe that's meditation, maybe it's prayer, maybe it's gratitude. It can be anything that you want, but doing something to, to feel and connect with nature, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, setting some positive intentions for your life, visualizing to manifest what you want to attract into your life, taking time for your spirit as well and nurturing that I think is really key. So doing some sort of ritual, there's so many things you can do. In fact, I've got a book on Amazon called 67 Morning Ritual Habits. It actually goes through 67 things that you can do for your body, mind, and spirit. You can just add into your ritual. You don't have to do them all, but you can kind of add in a few different things. It's kind of like a menu. Uh, I also have a course called Morning Ritual Mastery that's a seven-day program that helps you create your own empowering ritual and condition that and stick to that for the rest of your life. I'll link to that below for you guys in the description. But some sort of ritual, guys, I really believe that you know the most important habits that you've determined that can help you in your life, start adding them to your morning and start taking the time to do that before you do anything else. Before you give your time to others, before you're reacting to the demands of others, make sure that you prioritize the most important person in your life, which is you, because when you do put on, prioritize yourself, everything else in your life will transform. It's like you being in that level 10 state, everything else that you do for that day will be better as a result. So if you guys actually want to um, check out, I've got a, a cheat sheet that has some morning rituals that you can add. It's 100% free. I'd love to send it to you. Uh, I also have a video that actually shares uh, part of my morning ritual if you want to watch me go through that. But I'll put a link for you guys in the description for that. Or if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash cheat sheet, okay, projectlifemastery.com slash cheat sheet, 
then you guys can download it there and benefit from it. But create some sort of ritual that's something that will truly transform your life. So there you have it. Those are the 10 self-help hacks. There's a lot more that you could do, but I think these are some of the most important ones that if you implement them and add them to your life, it can truly transform your life for the better. I wanna thank you guys so much for your time. Leave a comment below here on YouTube and let me know which of these hacks are you gonna add to your life. Which of these hacks or habits that you're gonna add and implement in your life on a daily basis? I'd love to hear what that is. Leave a comment below. Otherwise, if you enjoyed this video, be sure to give it a uh, thumbs up, hit that like button, and subscribe here on Project Life Mastery for more content, more videos that can help you improve your life. Thank you so much, God bless you, and I'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.